everybody. This is Gary Horn. This is Adam Rotella. And this, this is the NWA, a podcast celebrating the past, present, future, the history, legacy, tradition, all of it, of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. We're talking about that National Wrestling well, Alliance. Hello, Here we are, Adam, and we are live. I said this is the podcast, but really what this is, is this is this is the NWA Live at 7.05. Yes, it Our is. New, it's the new unofficial or official unofficial after show of NWA Power. I'm excited. Are you excited? Dude, Gary, I, we were just talking for, for a little bit there, getting ready to do this, and I am so stoked about everything that we have to talk about tonight. I had no idea that this show was going to be as packed as it was. We're obviously very excited about this. You even told me that a lot of this is your first time seeing it as well because you were there in that studio audience. You didn't get to see all this B-roll. You didn't get to see all of that. Someone is already booing you for not wearing a headband tonight. I'm sorry about that, folks. Gary's got to get get booed. (laughs) Wait. Now wait, wait, hold on. Here we go, just for you, Mr. Sour. Gary putting on the headband. You know what? I I don't know about you folks, but out of all the other wrestling, whatever the hell goes on on YouTube, Gary and I have to be at least the coolest looking people that do one of these things. So I'm very happy that Gary's here. Gary, thanks for putting your headphones back on. I was just telling the the, 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 the beautiful people out there how cool we look compared to everyone else that does one of these after shows for, the, for, for their wrestling podcast. <laughs> I 100% agree with you, man. And uh, yeah, I, I put the head headband aside because I was like, we'll wait and see if anybody actually mentions it. Uh, because the wife, I told her, I was like, the headband, the headband is over. And she was like, oh, God, you cannot wear a headband everywhere. <laughs> I was like, well, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Oh, man. All right. So, Adam, uh, obviously what we like to do on here. Or, well, I mean, this is really the first one. So it is. We say we like to. Uh, but. I think what we're going to do is we're going to give a little something for the uh, podcast. We're going to run through the show. We're going to talk about what you've all just seen. And then everybody that's here live, we're going to hang out after the official podcast part of things have happened. And we like doing that on the test run for those of you who were there for that. Uh, and and we'll, just, we'll just shoot the shit about whatever comes to mind. We'll just, we'll just go over anything uh, once we do that run through. Sound good? Hey, man, I thought that that, was, that that was a great way that we just did a random live stream the other day, and we had people join us for over an hour and a half talking about the NWA. We didn't even advertise it. We didn't even talk about it. People just joined up. It was fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they're the, for, for the people that join us live, we want to give you guys a little bit extra of our time because you are giving us all of your time right now. And we're so grateful for all of you. And by the way, NWA only being an hour long. Dude, Gary, I'm ready to talk about the NWA for the next 14 hours if I have to right now. Oh, my God. I feel exactly the same way. One of my favorite parts still, still about this show is that it is – as short as it is, but so much gets crammed into every single episode. It's really, really impressive uh, how much that uh, David Legata, I guess, would really be the main one putting these together. How much he manages to get going all in one thing. But even my wife and I were watching this episode together, and uh, she, she says, "Like, how long are these? Like a half hour?" And I was like, mm. "No, they're like close to an hour." I was like, "This one's roughly 45, 50 minutes." Something like that. And she was like, it did not feel that way. And I'm like, they never do. That's the thing. It's just so, it's so weird. Like you, you, it leaves you wanting more, which is what you want, really. Absolutely, Gary. Like the, the, the moment that this, that this show ended tonight, I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I want to, I'm, I'm actually going to go back as soon as we're done here. I'm going to go back and rewatch it again because there was so much that I, that, that, that I want to see again because Man, I didn't even have time to tweet what I wanted to tweet. There was just so much stuff going on. I, I, I had such a good time from, from, 
from the movie preview to, 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 to Tim Storm almost saying no to Eli Drake. I wanted to be like, Tim, Mr. Storm, what are you doing? No. If Eli Drake offers to do anything with you, you go and do that thing with <laughs> Eli Drake. <laughs> yeah, he teased us a little bit. Uh, it was kind of worrisome. Almost sounded like he might retire or something. I was really concerned about it. Uh, but but luckily we did get a Tim Storm match, but we'll get there actually because that's a uh, that's our main event this week. Absolutely, and people already in the chat saying is the question mark here. Elder Sauer saying the question mark is everywhere, folks. We're going to get to the question mark. Trust me, I am very interested in who, what, or what entity this question mark just might be. I know he had a very uh, kung fu feel to him. Adam, this is going to be the most unprofessional thing in the world, but I just spilled some water on this table, so I'm going to be right back. I'm so sorry. No problem, folks. <laughs> if you have some questions, just go ahead and write them in the chat room right now so I can fill some, fill some time while uh, Gary goes and cleans up his uh, computer board to make sure he doesn't electrocute himself. All right, let's see what we got here. We got Matt Edwards saying, do you know who the question mark is? But Gary is secretly a Dawson. Oh, he's not going to like that when he puts his headphones back on. Let me tell you what. Uh, one of the things that I found very enjoyable tonight was the crowd. And uh, usually I'm not a fan of, of wrestling crowds when I watch them on on the television. But these, but these wrestling fans chanting Dawson's Creek to the Dawson's, I thought was very, very fun, very funny. Uh, Mama Storm chant makes it back again. Uh, and uh, let's see, what else? We got uh, Elder Sour here saying Gary started the Dawson's Creek chant, if I recall, very suspicious. Oh, very suspicious, you say? Oh, oh, do we think, do we think that Gary's a plant? Hmm. We should we should get into that with Gary as soon as he steps back in here, shouldn't we? Did I just hear that Gary is a plant? Yeah. Take a look at the chat, my. Take a look at the chat, my man. Elder Sour, Mister Sour, saying very suspicious of you to start the chant. <laughs> I didn't. I did not start that chant, Elder Sour. I one hundred percent did not. In fact, I did not like that chant that much. Uh, personally, then do I, not I go back and hear at, what I uh, just said. The exact moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's okay. We don't have to agree on everything. I said uh, feels a little dated when it started up. I was like, but well, I mean, it but don't the be wrong. I'm with... doesn't either. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That, that's a really good point. So <laughs> I stand corrected. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you look at the background, I am definitely. Uh, going along with it. I mean, I'm not going to fight against the tide when it's uh, organic like that and it starts up. So, I, I think, no, that... I, I think you had way too much camera time in this episode, actually, Gary. There was there was a very tight shot of you. I, uh, it, was a, it, was, it was what they, they call in the business a close-up of Gary. Yeah, yeah. So the... Uh, the uh, well, well, let's, let's go ahead and jump into let's the episode, it. Adam. Let's actually uh, talk about it. Yeah, because uh, it starts off with the uh, opening of tweets and videos i don't think we got our video out uh soon enough for us to appear that's the uh explanation i'm gonna give why uh, david legato would not would dare not use us at a certain point in that video at the how beginning but you? whatever how dare you <laughs> all right so joe galley starts off the show he's been informed by his producers that he can't ask about camille anymore so he'll only speak to nick aldis later about his upcoming opponents is what he says to us. So we have that to look forward to. So somebody's been like, hey, Joe, shut up. Do your research. Lay off. <laughs> uh, all right. So then we move into the actual show. Jim Cornette, Joe, Cali Joe Galley are there to bring us in and are immediately interrupted by Eddie Kingston. And uh, he is demanding that he wants the Dawsons and uh, no – uh, whoever said in the chat there that I am one of the Dawsons, if you check the Twitter timeline there, they've 
threatened to slap the taste out of my mouth. So Gary, I don't think they would. <laughs> yeah, Gary is not a fan of the Dawsons at all. And I got to say, man, the, the, the start of this show absolutely kicked me into gear. Just, just a couple nights ago, you and I were talking about Eddie Kingston, and I said, I want more Eddie Kingston immediately. And God dang it, if the NWA didn't give me more Eddie Kingston immediately. And his interaction with Mr. Cornette and Mr. Cornette and them back and forth, even Eddie Kingston saying, hey man, I, 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 I'm showing you respect, Mr. Cornette, but I got some stuff on my mind. Just the way that that guy can still show respect and still be such a badass at the same time is just right up my alley, my man. I am, I am sold on just watching probably about six or seven minutes of Eddie Kingston's whole career, and I am completely sold on the man. I'm 100% with you. The guy, when he gets fired up, there's nobody like him. He is just fired off that. I, he, he is verbally fantastic. Good in the ring, too. Don't get me wrong. But, man, he sounds intimidating when he starts going off. And he's saying all this stuff about, I didn't come here for a place where you wait till next week for us to fight. I want them right now. And so he and Homicide are ready to go. Now, they bleep. What I love is they bleep him saying mm-hmm. that if they can't get them in the ring, they're going to find them in the parking lot. And he says he's going to stab them up. Oh. And yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 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 so they say that. And one of the rougher chants I've ever heard in wrestling <laughs> is the crowd immediately starts chanting, stab them up. That's what they're chanting, and that uh, unless God has figured out a way around it, that will continue. That uh, you know <laughs> so. what? Well, you you get you get the stab him up, you get the stab him up chant, and now we also have a homicide chant. So, my friends, if you want if you want craziness in wrestling, go to the next TV tapings. You're not going to get a you deserve. Hey, maybe we can start a you deserve a stabbing chant next time. <laughs> 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 that can at least be uh, Kingston and Homicide's next shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve a stabbing. Kingston and Homicide. Oh, but yeah, that definitely I, – I, I remember sitting there and thinking like, wow, I don't know that I've ever heard a chant for someone to get stabbed. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, Eddie Kingston, he finally gets out of the way. And our very first match of the night is Marty Bell versus uh, Crystal Rose and – they're both of their debuts on the show. We've never seen either one. And uh, Marty gets the win. Uh, pretty standard matchup. Uh, just showcasing, I think, really here, Marty Bell. And uh, if you've watched the NWA a little bit, Allison Kay's first title defense, I believe, when they were partnered with Ring of Honor, was against Marty Bell. And uh, if you follow them on social media, they're the best of friends. So the uh, I think that... Allison Kay, just like with Ashley Box last week, had a lot to do with Marty Bell coming into the NWA as one of our uh, female wrestlers. So uh, Marty looks good. She hits that uh, pedigree. I don't know if she has another name for it. Sorry if I'm off base there. But uh, very lovely and probably uh, will be the feature of this week's Gary Looks Awkward in Pictures moment uh, because I did get one with her as well, and I do look awkward. So. It's a uh, so look forward to that. I absolutely <laughs> love that feature, Gary. I think it's I think it has to have a long standing content thing for you in the future. Yeah, man. I mean, I I I, I uh, really like the look of, of both of these girls. The the the, the style of wrestling was uh, you know it was a little slow, but hey, whatever. It's not it's not. I'm 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 here for the story, my man. You know, but I, I really like the look of both of them, and the the the, the commentary is there on point. But you know, I. I was still reeling from that Eddie Kingston stuff, man. So I kind of think this match might have been there. Yes, of course, to showcase the ladies, but to settle us in a little bit as well. Like, okay, there was the big giant kaboom at the beginning of, of the show. Now let's settle you guys in and away we go. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I'm not going to sit here for the sake of honesty. I'm not going to tell you that it was the greatest match of the world, but it does give you a uh, introduction to Marty Bell. And uh, so... Uh, luckily, she has a lot to compete with, so it's tough to just stand out completely. But we're—I I have a feeling we're going to see more from Marty Bell, and she'll get more to showcase. This now you've got a name and a face to recognize. Um, DJ Murgatroyd in the uh, 
chat says chance for stabbings and wrestlers mamas in the same show it must be the nwa i love it man i, I mean, like that again dude like I, well, while you were off off camera making sure you didn't get electrocuted by the water that you spilled i was talking about yeah. i was talking about the crowd and how I'm, I'm usually not a big fan of wrestling crowds lately when i do watch wrestling but this crowd was on fire tonight. This was the best that I've seen the crowd in in in, in the first two tapings together. And I, I, dude, there's there's something different about the NWA fan, like I said, that we've been talking about from the beginning of, of our partnership. And the way that the NWA is able to control their audience by keeping it small, by keeping it selective, by keeping it elite, if you will. I love that fact that we can control the audience that way. And the fan fan gets to go to this thing yeah i absolutely agree yeah i'm anti-watch chants all day but these chants are all relevant to what's going on and and rather than uh a hey look at me kind of attitude they're enhancing what's happening in front of you instead of uh taking anything away from it i think um so speaking of fan interaction though right after this the dawson's come out they're speaking uh <laughs> at the podium there and uh they're just talking about how they do whatever they want that's where you get your dawson's creek chant breaking out there and uh and basically they're looking for reasons why the dawson's interfered with that uh wild cards and homicide and eddie kingston match from last week they say it doesn't matter whatever eddie kingston and homicide want them They'll fight anybody except Eddie Kingston and Homicide. So just being real shitty trolls. I don't know another being word. Being douchey. Yeah. They were very, very douchey in this. But, you know, hey, that's what we love about this presentation of wrestling, right? It's so basic. It's so just fun. It's back to the fundamentals, folks. It's, yeah, yeah, you want to see us fight each other. Well, guess what? We're not going to. Nana, nana, nana. But I... I I completely loved it, man. I'm like, all right, I'm down for this. I'm down for this for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely with you. So uh, they cut to a commercial. Pay-per-view sold out three hours. They announced that. You can still get some tickets, I think, for the four, or 15th and 16th. And uh, so if you haven't got your tickets, you need to get those tickets because it's only going to get hotter. We're going into the fire, baby. That's right. And, yeah, we're ready. We're ready. Adam and I are going to be there. We'd love to see you. All right, and then they come back, and it's a Thunder Rosa video. Like, just a Oof. little teaser, just a little little tease, a tip of a Thunder Rosa, if you will. Uh, man, Adam, Dude, stay ready. I'm ready Nobody's for ready. her. I'm ready for her now. I've never, like, I've, I've seen her. I've seen her at, 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 at conventions that I've been to. I've, I've, I've heard her name everywhere, so I'm very excited to see her wrestle for the first time. And, dude, that vignette or whatever the hell we're going to call those things was phenomenal and let me tell you what as a guy that's just started dabbling and editing that was a bitch to edit and i freaking loved it <laughs> i loved it oh yeah it. just how fast it was going yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah uh oh man uh what's she have on the back of her uh clothes i think it's like mirror mirror i don't know i don't know like, but I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see how much they build up Thunder Rosa. I can just tell you from what I've seen, and you can look around online if you want a little bit more of a taste of Thunder Rosa, but Thunder Rosa is fantastic. It's going to blow your mind when you see her for the first time. Thunder Rosa's coming to the NWA, yeah. and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, we got we got Mr. Sauer saying that he is uh, – uh, let's see here. What what exactly does he say here? Thunder Rosa video uh, has him non creepily obsessed with her. <laughs> Maybe <Yeah>. non creepily <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> yeah, I, I I walk a fine line of being creepily and non creepily obsessed with Thunder Rosa myself. So I totally understand that she's she's amazing. But I would I would stay on the side of non creepy because she's a. Uh, also going to be fighting here pretty soon in, uh, what is it, Combatus Americas, like the MMA uh, a matchup. So oh, she's, really? She's, yeah, so she's she is not to be trifled with. Actually any, getting it, punched so, in the face. I am, I, oh, yeah. I'm, oh, I, 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 I don't like that stuff. Yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's going all in on being a badass. So, Oof. all right. Well, then next up, Joe Galley is supposed to interview Tim Storm, but he gets interrupted by Captain Morgan. I mean, Aaron <laughs> Stevens. <laughs> so, uh, I did love that. And Aaron Stevens, 
away. Just so quick on his feet. Like, just that when that Captain Morgan chant starts up, he looks frustrated, turns around, and puts his foot up on the wall, you know, like just striking the Captain Morgan pose well, in frustration. Dude, like, that's the thing that we see as something that's happening with this show as, as it move, moves forward now, right? The first two shows, we didn't really see much interaction between the wrestlers, between the pro wrestlers. I'm not, I'm never going to call them talent again, by the way. We, we didn't see a lot of interaction between the pro wrestlers and, and, and the crowd until now. This episode, we have Aaron Stevens doing it. We have Nick Aldis doing Doing it, which we'll get into. By the way, I have something to say about that interaction, and then, oh. um, and then, but you know, that's what I love about this studio feel, my man. It's so close, like we, like, like, like we said before, that these guys and ladies get to hear every single thing that you say. So if you say something good, and they can, and they can improv off of it, man, that's so great for those pro wrestlers. I bet that they just had a ball being able to improv like that. Uh, big ups to Brian Cervantes uh, letting us know. Hopefully I pronounced your name right, Brian. Uh, November 8th, San Antonio, Combate Americas. That is uh, where Thunder Rose is going to be. So I, I actually want to check that out. So I know you're not a fan, Adam, but I uh, I want to see how how tough she is. But I'm well, just I'm Show just it to me. We can talk about it. I've never seen one of those in my life, Gary. Show it to me and we can talk about it after it happens. All right. And uh, all right, so Aaron Stevens, uh, he's uh, as uh, Joey Nicholas mentions here, he needs to see Aaron Stevens in the ring soon. Love what he's doing right now. What he's doing right now is he's there to promote promote his new movie, uh, Tropical Pirates. Looks good, obviously. Like he's, yeah, he's he's gonna uh, he's gonna eventually uh, wrestle, I'm sure. But he's uh, you know he's a he's a actor, an actor. A thespian, so, Gary. You know, Come on, gotta, use use the correct a terminology. A thespian. You're you're absolutely right. I'm sorry. Uh, he does. I mean, but he does say in there when it comes to acting, he has more chops than Ric Flair. So I did appreciate that quote. Great line. Um, yeah, I can confirm. By the way, I got a little message after this. I just uh, for anybody that cares. Uh, here here is a uh, hot tip. A uh, uh, what's the what's the word? An exclusive yeah. for this podcast. The female that is in the video that uh, whose back of her head is going to uh, price is going to go way up is uh, Sherry Shaw is her name. Uh, she has a uh, band called Staria and uh, she did some of the music and stuff. Uh, Aaron Stevens actual his entrance music previously, but uh, she's also the stage director at NWA Power. And uh, looks like she has a co-starring role or supporting role in that film. So shout out Sherry Shaw. There you go, my friends. That is a Gary exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> we gotta we gotta make some sound effects, my man. I love it. But hey, here here here's my question. We see the preview. It's it's obviously a blockbuster, multi-billion-dollar production, and there's not one Muppet. Yeah, who does that? Who who has a movie without a Muppet these days? No right? Muppets. I mean, it, 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 it fits perfectly with that uh, with that um, Treasure Island film that the Muppets did. I it, I mean, can we just talk about the production quality for for just yeah. a moment? Spared no expense, obviously. The way that that boat looked, so professional, so real. My friends, it's real to me. Damn it, that boat is real to me. Damn it. Well, I just didn't think it was possible to have anything air worldwide that had a lower budget than NWA Power. But Aaron Stevens, you pulled it <laughs> off, my friend. <laughs> You've done it. There it is. <laughs> All right. So uh, next up, you got D-Man, Dan Parker, making his debut against Caleb Codley. Uh, D-Man is uh, Dan, or whatever he wants to go by. Uh, he is quite the little character with his jacket. Uh, Adam, what do you think of that? Were, were you a fan? It feels like something you might try to pull off. Oh, how dare you? How dare you, Gary? <laughs> no, I, I, that is that is not my fashion sense. Uh, my, my, my thing was, when did we start having a beef with Canada again? This, this guy, <laughs> what's going on? What did, what yeah, he I... said you can't. What did he yell at Caleb? Uh, you can't hope to beat Canada. You're just an American dingle dork. I, was it a dingle dork? I thought it was Dingleberry. I, we'll have to go back to the we'll have to go way. back to the VHS tape. 
<laughs> we'll rewind. Uh, yeah, so Caleb Conley we've seen before. Uh, he took a loss to Eli Drake in the first episode, I believe. But uh, he gets his win back here by beating uh, the D-Man. So Caleb Conley, not just a random face, not just a jobber. He's a, he's an actual person on this show. There he is. And so uh, good job, Caleb. He looks good, man, by the way. Yep. Uh, as far as uh, like wrestling skill goes, Caleb Conley looks like he could hang in the ring with anybody. Like he, he seriously has like the athleticism. I think Jim Cornette said he was, uh, pardon me here, but slicker than cum on a gold tooth. Yep. That was, that was a quote. (laughs) Here's here's Uh, DJ some, something or other 87. We got to figure out these guys names sooner or sooner or later. He said, Jim Cornette ripping on Canada too. One of my favorite things about uh, Mr. Cornette on commentary tonight was that exact thing. He was ripping on Canada and then he immediately pulls it back after everything that Jim Cornette has said in his entire life. This, this is the moment he decides to pull something back. I thought that that was just very, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Cornette, he, he's not known for walking anything back, so I don't know. Uh, the uh, Oh, yeah, sorry. So Joe Galley gets uh, – he finally has Tim Storm next up, and uh, Storm has a lot to think about. He's uh, – you know, the fans love him. And, uh, I, and actually, if you want to know something I did yell, I did yell out that I love you, Tim, or we love you, mm-hmm. Tim. So I, I, I can take that one. But he uh, says the fans love him and so does his mama, which, of course, starts the Mama Storm chants because Mama Storm is as over as anybody else on this show right now. Absolutely. People love Mama Storm. Dude, but, uh, I, like I said, ahead. I want I like like I told to Lagana in our in our interview, which is available right now on YouTube. Check it out after this. Bam! Look at that plug, folks. I told Mr. Lagana in that interview, we want Mama Storm action figures, and I, I I think if there if there is a demand, my friends, the market can decide. We can get some Mama Storm action figures. Go ahead, Gary. <laughs> My, my, my mute button is really weird. I keep hitting the mute button. and uh, But anyway, can't cross. There's a line, and the line is Canada. And Jim Cornette can't cross it. Nice. Nice, DJ Murgatroyd. Um, so, so the uh, – yeah, I was just going to say that the you're absolutely right about the Mama Storm merchandise. That's a great idea. Uh, Legata seems interested in that interview that you just referenced uh, in – Waffles and tire irons. He said he was going to see what he could do for you about uh, yep. about that. So that was good. The uh, Eli Drake interrupts this interview and he says, uh, 10 pounds may not be in his future yet, but there's a couple of other pieces of gold that these guys could go for right now. So uh, Tim says, you know what I'll do? I'll think about it. And uh, how did that make you feel, Adam? Dude, again, like if, 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 if Eli Drake – invites you anywhere you say yes to eli drake i mean this guy could take me this guy could take me to target we're not sponsored by target folks but eli drake could take me to target and i would have an enjoyable time he he could take me to a funeral home and i would have an enjoyable time and tim storm when he said no to eli well he didn't say no he said i'll think about it to eli drake my heart sank i'm like is tim Done wrestling? I hope yeah, not. I, I hope not. I hope not either. But well, you know, I, I I felt the same way as you. I'm like, come on, man. Just because you can't get that ten pounds, it's not time to retire yet, Tim. You're just hitting the peak of your career right now. And uh, I will say this: uh, your story just now about Eli Drake and Target, that line that Elder Sour was talking about. Uh, tried to stay on one side of with Thunder Rosa. I think you crossed it with Eli Drake. I don't know. Something was creepier about you going to Target with Eli Drake. Well, uh, sounds than... like good content. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I'm with you, Smitty Dude, on the chat. Eli Drake slowly becoming a favorite of mine. Yeah, I or he says quickly. That's more accurate. Yes, quickly becoming a favorite. Eli Drake is the man, and there's there's something magical 
about Eli Drake. And I think uh, we're only going to see him rise higher and higher up the ranks of the NWA. Nick Aldis has got a lot to look out for. I think he knows. Well, yeah, especially coming out and talking to Mr. Mr. Storm the way that he did. He didn't come out and call Mr. Storm a dummy, that's for sure. He came out and he talked to Mr. Storm like the respect that Tim has earned throughout all of the NWA fans. So Eli Drake not really showing us that he's going to be the, uh, be be a bad guy and call everybody a dummy, but showing, hey, I want to be on your side. I want everyone to be behind me as well. So interesting things afoot, my friend, exactly. Yeah, I'm still I'm still feeling it about. You know, the NWA is weird with some of his characters sometimes. Yeah. Everybody kind of walks this weird line. Like uh, uh, Aldis has these like moments we've talked about, and James Storm is a perfectly noble guy as long as it suits his needs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm still kind of curious if uh, if uh, Eli Drake's a little like that himself. Tim Storm seems like the wholesome good guy, but we've even seen him get desperate with the low blow in yep. that Aldis match. Yep. So. I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, remains to be seen, I guess, with uh, with all these folks, how they're going to play out. Uh, we get a commercial after this for the Spiritual Advisors Invisible Hair Cream, Whew. and if and if you order now, you get an Invisible Voice Cream. Apparently, uh, I was blown away when I first saw her. I was like, she has hair now. What happened? And uh, but I guess just a wig. She's always had hair. Love her bald head. She's always had hair, Gary. Didn't you pay attention to the the commercial? The cream makes your hair disappear. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I just am not used to seeing her obviously existing hair. Yes. I was hoping we'd see her on the show, but we haven't seen her on the show. But I'm glad at least she showed up in a commercial. You know, you know what I'm wondering is all the people that just joined NWA Power, what do what do all of these hundreds and thousands of people think that haven't dove deep into the 10 pounds of gold and then the, the spiritual advisor just appears on their screen? Who is this lady? What is this stuff? <laughs> well, I, I mean, uh, that that leads actually right into the next segment because Josephus comes out with a bag. And I mean, if you have not – if you've not dived into the uh, 10 pounds of gold content like Adam was just saying, I mean, Josephus is nothing more than a raving giant baby right now. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, he sure is. <laughs> you haven't seen like the epic speeches and the uh, intelligent babblings about books and uh, spiritual things, you know, like he, he's just been this guy who's yelling for storm and, then, uh, and he's completely silent during this segment where he brings out a bag and uh, he whispers that he's looking for J- uh, James Storm, trying to call him out. Uh, I believe it's a uh, galley. He tells that to maybe or uh, maybe Marquez. Anyway, uh, instead of James Storm, because Josephus cannot apparently uh, get what he wants out of these situations. Mm-hmm. Colt Cabana comes out. And, uh, yeah. One of the best let's, lines of the night. Let, let, let's go back to this Colt Cabana thing because we were just talking about this two days ago. Is Colt Cabana going to be that serious guy or, he, or is he going to be that funny guy, right? Because, okay, let me let me just say this right away. When he comes out and says, hey, I'm James Storm. Sorry about my gimmick. <laughs> Sorry about my <laughs> damn gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. That made me pop. Pretty hard right there. That was what I was going to say. Best line, One of the best lines of the night. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so uh, Josephus rolls with it. He gives Colt Cabana the hat, gives him the bottle of beer, and uh, and then uh, gives him the powder to the face. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it drags him in the ring and is going to whip that ass. And then uh, he gets uh, interrupted by the actual James Storm coming out and delivering that super kick and Sid looks like he's gonna go ahead and just give it to Colt too until Colt is saved by Mr. Anderson so Colt dodging a bullet there so to speak it seems uh, like I, the only thing that Josephus has been doing is getting kicked in the face since his show has started my friend and it's it's, it's breaking my heart it's breaking it, my heart Things are looking bleak for Josephus. <laughs> they're, they're looking dire. It, it looks like what's 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 happening to, to to the great and powerful leader of our kingdom. I know, I know. It's uh, it's a, uh, it's definitely a huge step down from where we have seen previously, Josephus. But in all fairness, the competition is also 
really kick it up a notch in the NWA. So Josephus is going to have to think of something, it looks like. I'm sure he will. Um, uh, I just hold out hope for him, Adam. Hopefully. I, yes, hopefully sir. Or something. Yes, sir. So I can't uh, give a little uh, tidbit that I thought of while I was watching this for being there live. One of the funny things I thought is uh, right after that segment, I was actually hoping they would just still slip it in uh, into the show tonight. But everybody kind of bails out. And James Storm is the last person in the ring. And he's standing there. And he gets out of the ring and starts to walk back through the curtain. But that beer is still sitting on the apron. And somebody yells out like, James, there's a beer, James. And he like looks back over and sees the beer and runs over and grabs the beer. And is like, thanks. And like leaves. <laughs> I did appreciate that about James Storm. Um, all right. So uh, one thing I did love is the next thing that we really get about this is uh, tour dates. They bring up some tour dates for everybody. Which is what you got to do. Promote these guys' store dates. I yeah. try to do that on that. Uh, this is the NWA Weekly podcast that I'm going to start trying to bring back. That uh, Part of that is is exactly that. I want to promote these folks, what they've got going on outside, so that we give them all the love and support we can. Uh, Smitty Dude says, medicated foot powder, the most dangerous of all foot powders. Cordette did refer to that powder as medicated foot powder. I, I oh. did. I didn't Mitchell. catch that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's apparently what that was. So uh, next up, Adam, we've got all this interviewed by Joe Galley. Says there's a horse race for the number one contendership. He, I, this is gonna, this probably broke your heart too. But he starts. He's like, there's a lot of people that are deserving. Now this there's is what Eli Drake. Yep. Or, yeah. Somebody yells out Eli Drake, and then he's like, yeah, Eli Drake, and they're like. James Storm. And he's like, yep, James Storm. They're like, Joe Stephens. And he's like, we might have to talk about Joe Stephens. Yeah, God, you, you, I, I wish you were here watching me, Gary, because exactly at that moment, I lost my freaking mind. I had, I had, I, I always have a pencil in my hand. I threw it at the, I threw it at the, at, at, at the computer screen. I immediately <laughs> tweeted at our champion, at Real Nick Aldis, if you guys don't know, you're under a rock. I immediately treated, tweeted to the leader in the kingdom of Josephus, and I said, how dare you, Nick Aldis? Josephus has all the treasures of the universe. You know, Nick Aldis might be the national treasure, but Josephus holds all the treasures of the universe in his in the palm of his hands, my friends. So it's never held that ten pounds of gold, Adam. Just hey, never say never, my friend. But again, this is this goes back to Nick Aldis being able to improv and being able to go off of the crowd, and you you kind of even see him encouraging the crowd a little bit in this interview as well, which. To, to see to see to see pro wrestlers interact with, with such a small crowd like this is so completely different from anything out there right now usually if, when, when you see pro wrestlers talking in a ring they they probably would rather have the crowd shut the hell up but this is the first time in a long time I've seen a pro wrestler enjoy a, a crowd with 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 the feedback they were immediately getting so great job with, with the champion again and by the way can I just say with uh, Camille coming out there, I am such a fan of Sparkles, my friends. Am I right? Comment below if you're a fan of Sparkles. <laughs> oh, finding out a lot about you today, Adam. Sparkles <laughs> and a dream date with Eli Drake to Target. I love it. So, all right. So, uh, it's, just, it's, it's a standard interview. Like, uh, all this, I mean, I, I do appreciate that all this kind of goes out of his way to say, like, you know, there's all these people in the back. Somebody's going to have to pull ahead and we'll see. And they'll get a shot. Luckily, there's a lot of competition. But you know what? If somebody doesn't pull ahead, then by God, I'll go looking somewhere else to any promotion out there. Who wants a shot at the real world's champion? That's good. That's mm -hmm. good stuff mm -hmm. from, yeah. Love that guy. Hey, you got a woo sparkles in the chat. Congratulations. See, told you. You're not the only one. We got we got to interact with our fans, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh so and then and then Joe Galley after promising that he would not do this, he's back to his shenanigans again. And he says, I no disrespect, but you know, I wanna ask about Camille. And uh, 
and Aldous calls him out on it. But but essentially, yeah, just I mean, the long and short of it is, is that he says, like, what? Well, listen, you know, if she wants to talk here, you go talk to her. Camille obviously chooses not to say anything. And Aldous tells him that she's not speaking because she doesn't have anything to say. When she does, you'll be the first to know. You constantly rant about the mainstream media, or should I say the mainstream wrestling media? Exactly. What about the NWA media? Joe, stop. The, hey, you man. are being ridiculous. The woman has twice now, two weeks in a row, she's had a chance to talk to you if she wanted to talk to you, and you will not leave well enough alone. What is Joe Galley doing? Exactly, my friends. The mainstream wrestling media runs deep inside the NWA, and this is a problem that Gary and I are trying to solve with this little startup podcast over here. But hey, man, is she not speaking because she doesn't want to speak? Or has she got some of that invisible voice cream that the spiritual advisor was selling? Huh? Let's think about that for a second, my friends. Let's think about that. Mm, that's uh, that's an interesting question. Maybe Aldous is slipping an inner drink or something. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, she she goes to talk and she can't. Mm-hmm. She can't speak. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Somebody uh, somebody is uh, saying biggest. Oh, Murgatroyd again. Biggest heel of the promotion, Joe Galley. I agree with you, Joe Galley. I respect you as a journalist, but my God, man, you no means no, Joe. And you keep asking, and nobody's answering. At some point, you've got to give it a rest. Lay off it, Joe, I believe. I could hear myself yell that at one point. Yeah, it was It was only two days ago. I think Joe Galley is, is quickly becoming the biggest heel, at least to you, inside the NWA, Gary. Yeah, yeah. well, at least another person in the chat room. Not just <laughs> we are not alone. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's not just us. Like, just calm it down, Joe. Anyway, so, uh, well, Adam, then talk about teasers. Who, who is the question mark? Oh my God! Like, I, you you wouldn't believe the amount of people that were in that audience that sent me messages when this question mark man or thing or entity appeared to them inside of that studio. I I had at least eight people send me a, a private message saying this question mark is going to be your new favorite wrestler. And, and you know, I'm I'm as you can tell, I'm a I'm a Jew, I'm a Josephus fan through and through when it comes to the NWA, my friend. But if he's going to be my new favorite wrestler, this was a hell of a start to get me excited for who the question mark is. I mean, we got lasers, we got philosophical sayings, we got everything that draws me in. Yeah, man, I don't know who this guy is, but uh, I am very, very excited for the question mark. Yeah, there's definitely some uh, mystical element to the question mark and the... uh, I don't know something to do with some the, the little character on the screens doing some karate mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it's gonna be gonna be interesting. What I do appreciate about this is we did not see this video and uh, just if I could throw a little credit to that crowd uh, at least on night two of the TV tapings, I don't think that the intention was for this character to be called the question mark, but some things play out that that is just how it works so you'll see no but i just uh, just I, I mean that's that's great again man that's that, that that just proves that the people that went to that audience were the right people in that audience and i'm, I'm very excited about that i mean the the, the people in that odd audience obviously are fans of what the NWA was doing throughout all of the 10 pounds of gold. There's only there's only a couple thousand of us that have been here from the beginning of the rebrand, folks. So to be a part of that core group is absolutely fantastic, especially as we welcome all these new and newer fans. We have to get them into the 10 pounds of gold. You got to encourage them on Twitter to get into... I mean, this is, the, this is the first part of the wrestling community that isn't yelling at each other through Twitter. We're actually... Having fun with each other through Twitter, and I gotta say, man, I, I I can't wait to see how this thing plays out. You've been teasing me over and over with things just here and there, and I no one tell me I I, I can't wait for when this guy does appear or this entity. Yeah. We don't know yet. Yeah, you don't really know. I mean, it's a question. It's all a big question. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, can't wait to find out. Can't wait for everyone to see the question mark. All right. And then we get our finale, the main event. The Dawsons are in the ring, and Eli Drake shows up and followed behind by Tim Storm. Tim Storm has not given up just yet. Tim Storm is going to fight, and uh, they have a good match. It's a it's a really solid tag team match, I think. Um, unfortunately, uh, this one wraps up when uh, they go for a uh, Irish whip into the turnbuckle onto one of the Dawsons. Eli Drake gets thrown, and... The, uh, I believe it's Zane Dawson moves and Eli hits the turnbuckle or no hits the the post the mm-hmm. ring post and is knocked unconscious. The Dawsons, of course, able to take advantage, get the double double team on Tim enough that they uh, get the win and uh, actually just brutalize Tim Storm and uh, that leads to uh, essentially Eli Drake and Nick Aldis trying to come to his aid, which was interesting to see Nick Aldis. Uh, enter the ring there well i mean that that had that that was just nick aldis showing his fantastic leadership that he's been showing ever since the first episode my man i mean when tim storm a guy that has such respect inside the nwa community is being beat up by by two bearded tattooed freaks what else is the, what else is the, the 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 what else is the champ supposed to do, my friend? Just sit in the back and let it happen. Eli Drake was obviously injured on 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 the side of the ring, or Eli Drake would have jumped in. Someone had to come to his aid. Thank God Eddie Kingston and the Homicide were there to stab some people, but uh, we, we still don't know if they have stabbed them or not in the back. Yeah, we may, maybe that's a good point. <laughs> they may be oh yeah, right I, now. I apologize. Yeah, I left that out of the thing, but yeah, actually, that's who chases off the Dawsons, or the Dawsons, the Dawsons, the Dawsons, and so maybe, yeah, maybe the Dawsons are laying dead in the parking lot, or Homicide and, and uh, Eddie Kingston, who knows? We'll, we'll find out next week. We'll find out next week. Tune in next week, my friends. <laughs> who gets stabbed? <laughs> so a very uh, compact, full of stuff episode uh, Smitty Dude in the chat room says, fun is the keyword. The NWA is just fun. And I 100% agree. That's the thing with this. This whole episode was fun. I never, they never lose me. Never. Not once. Not once in three episodes have they ever lost me. And never once have I thought like, uh, you know, what else? Every week I am just invested completely Chris Johnson in the chat says, I care more about those four characters than I've ever cared about anybody in wrestling for a long time. And that's it, man. Yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah. I mean, going back to the fun thing, Gary, I mean, just as you guys can see between the Gary and mine's interaction tonight, this is one of the funnest things that I've ever talked about in, 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 in wrestling or anything. <laughs> this is looking forward to these episodes is something that from right now, when we're, when Gary and I are done, I'm immediately counting down for the next week. And like I said, when we first started this, as soon as we're done here, Gary, I'm going back and I'm going to watch it again immediately tonight. I'm the same way, brother. Before uh, we got on here today, I rewatched episode one and two on uh, or I watched episode one on Fight TV just so they could have some views on there. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how well that's doing. I hate I don't know why they're doing this, but Fight TV, you can only watch the first episode. It's like they're still releasing weekly, but like a week or two weeks late. So it's. Really odd what they're doing there. So well, let me let me. I, I think it might be because well, on on fight, can you actually talk to people as it's going on? Because if if, if you can't do that, then they're not going to be able to see the feedback that people are giving them while you're watching it live. I mean, not everyone's going to be in that chat commenting, but that is something that's very unique about what the NWA does. And we know from that interview with David Lagana that he reads absolutely everything. So that and then I was in that chat earlier today and. I wanted to like just gouge my eyes out from some of these things that these people were saying. I can imagine Mr. Lagana having to go through and read all of that, all of that stuff. But he does, and there's 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 diamonds in the rough when it comes to that feedback that people do post because it's that feedback that's going to develop the NWA into the future, and that's very important. What what do you mean when you say you wanted to gouge your eyes out? Like, is there like negative commentary, or they're just talking about off subject, or like what 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 is it that's driving you nuts about that? Because I I 
I did jump into the uh, chat room in the first two weeks on YouTube as the episode was going on, but it was just like blasted by, and I was like, I, this is pointless. I'm going to just back off, stick to Twitter if I'm going to interact. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, absolutely. During during the show, it's pretty much impossible to even read anything or or engage with it on the show. But that feedback still goes to the NWA, so they get to read it. It's it's before the show, man. I mean, people are talking about the booking of this company. I've never heard of them. AEW. Have you heard of these people? I, no. I, I see. I, I have no idea who these people are. These people are talking about these uh, other startup promotions that have nothing to do with the NWA. It just drives me crazy. No, they, 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 get this, get this. You, you actually wouldn't believe it, my friend. They have a world championship. Have you ever heard of something like this? Not a world's championship? I think the only world's championship is the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, the Tim Pounds of Gold. That is absolutely correct. So I don't even know what these people are talking about, my friend. So that's why I want to just gouge my eyes out. Okay. Well, yeah. So uh, let's encourage positivity. I mean, I don't want to. Well, I don't. You know, I don't want to pick on anybody in particular. But man, I love the NWA community. I love what we've got going on. But I suppose this is to be expected. If they're going to get hundreds of thousands of views mm-hmm. on these episodes, going to be tough to keep up with. And there's going to be a lot of everybody, even if it's one percent of the audience being stupid. Then you know. That's still a lot of people when you've got hundreds of thousands of viewers. And they are on their way, my friends. We, we, we see it every week. A great showing this week. I think, I think it topped out at 12,000 people were watching with us the whole time. And uh, who knows what it's going to be in, in the coming days. I think last week we got over 260,000. Good stuff, my friend. It's, it's exciting and it's going to stay exciting. I can't wait to see what's next for the NWA. Adam, I think right now is a good, as good a time as any. We'll wrap up the podcast portion of this episode. And uh, all of you that are in the live chat on YouTube, this part's strictly for you. We're going to wrap it up for the podcast side, but stay tuned because we're just going to stick with you. And uh, we're just going to do the YouTube like live extra stuff and just chit-chat with you guys, see what you want to talk about. So throw in your questions, your comments, and everything. As far as everybody that's going to be listening to this later on the podcast, we do appreciate you, but we have to leave a little tease for you to come on and try to participate live with us on the NWA YouTube, and then this is the NWA Live at 7.05. But until then, that's Adam Rotella. I am Gary Horde. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Ah!